Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, dateless main characters with a heart of gold, magical girls who are powered by outdated technology, unrequited love triangles, mysterious shop owners, broken VCRs, and deflating boobs. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Monger View, episode 368, Video Girl I. Hello everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? And joining me for a small bit for this episode is... Hey, it's Greta. Yeah, she's here for a little bit because she's got to take care of some stuff and she's helping me while things are being made, but I digress. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. And every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics, depending on the situation. And since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about... Manga! And more importantly than that, the reason why this is done a little bit differently is because today is a very special day. One, you notice this was not released on a Wednesday. It was released on a Friday. Specifically, Friday the 15th. Now, why is this important? Because May 15th is our anniversary and specifically this is our 12 year anniversary we started this podcast in or i started this podcast with mason all the way back in 2008 and it's now 12 years later and we're still kind of going strong i think a little bit very well and i'm just kind of happy and shocked by this so i figured you know what we're gonna do something different and release on the day that we were supposed to come out and i'm really excited for this but like i said if you join us for the first time welcome Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Now, if you want to listen to any of our earlier episodes, you could find them at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, Tumblr, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. I guarantee you find us one way or another. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. And if you disagree with us, that's no problem. Our main job in this podcast is we want to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. So, with that in mind, we should get to something cool, which is going on, which is the news of the week. And this part is kind of good. A lot has happened in the last, well, it's been nine days since it's not Wednesday, it's Friday. So, here's the big news, and as usual, we go kind of all over the place. We have a kind of logic. Now, the first big news. Kodansha announced the winners of its 44th annual Manga Awards on Tuesday, May 12th. So we got three awards, the Best Shonen Manga, Best Shoujo Manga, and Best General Manga. And the prizes award to each of these winners, they got a certificate, a bronze statuette, and 1 million yen, about $9,000. So that's pretty good. I'd say. And you got Ken Akamatsu, Tochi Uyama, Oh Great, Atsushi Kase, Aki... Akiko Higa Shimura, Yuji Moritaka, and Waki Yamato, who were the selection committee. So they chose these manga. So they're all really good. I'm kind of excited. So our first award, the best shonen manga, went to Tokyo Revengers by Ken Wakui. Now this is a manga about a guy who falls in love with a girl, but it's been a couple years. They were in love with each other. He liked her in middle school. They grew out of the way. He's now, his life sucks. He's a virgin. His little, his boss treats him like shit. He finds the girl he liked got murdered so due to some mumbly jumbly he ends up back in middle school and now in order to save her life he has to become the leader of the gang that killed her and stop it from happening pretty cool but it got the best shonen award and now here's the other nominees you had spy x family 
that time I got reincarnated as a slime, and one that I didn't realize was considered a shonen manga, but it is, Smile Down the Runway. I love Smile Down the Runway. But that does not feel like a shonen manga. That feels like a shoujo manga. Agreed. Which, which is kind of weird, but hey, we go with it. The next one, our best shoujo manga, is Our Precious Conversation, or Boku Tukime no Tasets na Hanashi by Robiko. Now, this is a pretty weird manga. Uh, well, actually, it's not weird. It's just very uh, um, niche, I'd say. Because it's about a girl who has feelings for her school classmate, and she's kept a secret for a long time. However, when she reveals it, he's kind of weird about it. And there's lots of tangents and insanity, and these two awkward teenagers kind of fall in love with each other through lots of misunderstandings and just off-topic rants. Because one's an airhead, and the other one's a petulant know-it-all, so it's this weird romance. And that's kind of cool that they got it. So, and it's one that's definitely going to be going on our Wheel of Manga this week. Actually, all of the, the top three are going on the Wheel of Manga this week, so I'm kind of excited for that. So the other nominees were Kagejo Shoujo, Kiss Me at the Stroke of Midnight, and A Condition Called Love. Now finally, for Best General Manga, the winner was The Blue Period by Subasa Yamaguchi. Now this is about a super excellent student who feels lifeless and unhappy with his life. He's at the top of the school... Things are going great, but then one day he sees a painting that he falls in love with. It captures his heart, and then he decides to become an artist, even though all of his stuff is kind of like, hey, you're going to be like a lawyer. It's like, fuck that, I'm going to become an artist. Now, some of the ones that uh, were the other general mangas were Skip to Loafer, one we reviewed a couple days ago, which had Atelier and Do Not Say Mystery. So that's kind of cool. We had some good titles, some bad titles. And last year's Kodansha Awards... The Quintessential Quintuplets won Best Shoujo Award. Because it was awesome. Actually tied with another one, first time that happened. Best sh uh, Shoujo Award was Perfect World, and Best General Manga was What Did You Eat Yesterday? A manga which we have put on the wheel ten times, and it never comes up. So, other news. Manga Planet, those insane people who are completely crazy, have licensed 11 new manga from the Neko Neko Yoko Cho manga portal site owned by Hamasha. What does this mean? They've licensed 11 cat manga. Kitty kitty. Why? Because I think they're out of their fucking minds. But here's what Manga Planet, the website, released. First off, coming out on June 1st, we have Yoko Bitashi, The Daily Life of Chi and Her Cats by Chi Shinyu. I'm guessing that this is an autobiographical. But it's about after mourning the loss of her beloved feline companion, Sue, the manga artist and her cat mom, Chi Shinkyu, decide to turn over a new leaf and find a new baby to love. Following a trip from her brother-in-law, she picks up a stray she calls Sen and takes him home with her. Surely nothing's going to go wrong, right? Who are you calling Shirley? Har, har, har. What do you think about the art style for this one? This looks like it's the... I think this is the creator of Wakako Zako. They got the cats right. Is it? Yes, it's the creator of Wakako Zako is the one who wrote this. So this could be really cool and funny. Could be awesome. I like the design for it, and I just wonder which one's the cat mom and which one's the crazy person. Probably the gray cat's the crazy one, right? Can't it be the same? I don't think they can be the same, because one of them is a mask and cowl cat, or tuxedo cat, and the other one is obviously a tabby or a tiger-striped cat. They can't be the same cat, so I'm wondering which is which. I'm guessing that the one that's going all over the place is the bad kitty, the tuxedo, the masking cow cat. 
the tuxedo kitty that yes. has the hand on the face? Yes, I think I think that's the bad kitty. It's licking its leg. But we'll have to wait and see. Next one coming out the next day is Baby Zocha by Aww. Yumi Ikefuki. This looks cute. This is, it's about the story of a kitten. The synopsis is before a cat becomes a cat, it's a kitten. From the moment Millie gave birth to her first litter, both she and her children have much to learn about the world, wide world they live in. Follow Millie and her fluffy, clumsy kittens as they grow through laughter and tears. A spinoff to the popular series Zocha no Nishijo. It looks adorable and the way it's drawn is very old school art book. So I think it's going to be a very pretty manga. We're going to have to wait and see that. Uh, next one is Nuku Nuku Final I Love My Cat by Nyomi Akimoto. This comes out June 3rd, and this is just about, it's a simple slice of life story depicting Yamada and his beloved pet cat, Shima's. An old guy who loves his kitty. And their daily lives. And it looks really cute, even though the opening cover has a robot being hugged by a giant kitty. Well, no, that's the kitty's friend. I'm not curious. She's sleeping. She's snuggling with the robot. I'm curious about this one. This one might be really funny. Uh, On June 4th, we have My First Cat by Shihoko Shimura. And this one's about an office lady who ends up adopting a cat, and now it's... Will she ever get used to having strong feelings and making her own decisions for the first time? or no. will? And what's going to happen with her life? Is this going to take her out of her comfort zone or not? It's about a typical woman and a typical cat who find a new home in each other. This seems like a very interesting coming-of-age story, or coming-of... How do we put it? Coming-of adulthood? Yes. When you're supposed to be an adulthood? When you're coming into your own. Yeah, so this looks pretty good. What do you think about the art style? It's cutesy. Cutesy compared to this one? Well, look at the way the kitty is drawn. True. It's cutesy. Okay. The next one, it looks like water paint, and I love that. Very artistic. Very sweet. Ryo Ikumi's There is a Limit to Cuteness by Ryo Ikumi. This comes out June 5th. And the synopsis is not all cats are the same, but they're lovable and cute in their own way. In this autobiographical series, Ikumi Sensei takes us through the Ikumi family's long history of cat paintings or parenting, starting all the way back from their cat king, the majestic Kyo. So this is the story of all the cats I'm assuming they've had throughout their lives. So I'm guessing there's a lot of cats in this. Um, on the 6th, we have Cat Melting Pot by Sakura Iwamichi. This one looks childish and like super cartoony. This one is about a household that is rambunctious, that has a... Mother and daughter, ten cats, and one dog. And can this little family keep up with the mess that is sure to follow these many pets with their distinct personality? And the cover is different cats, so I'm just curious how crazy this is going to get. The first one is obviously a tortie. The second one is just a standard black cat. The next one is... It's not black cat, is that a gray cat? Speaking of cats, our cat has shown up to watch these. Maddie came to say hi. This is, I think this is going to be a very weird manga, but fun. It's going to be a gag manga. Oh, this one is perfect for me. This one I should have gotten a couple years ago. Keeping a Cat at the Age of 30 by Ri Yamamoto. This comes out on the 7th. And this is when a woman in her late 30s gets dumped by her boyfriend of 8 years. She adopts a cat on a whim, but she definitely was expecting the cat to call her out on her life choices. That got dumped and got a cat? No, but but this is going to be intriguing. The art, it's a four coma, and I like the, how it's very just super simplistic four coma style. 
It's just got the image of the character and then the text. That's it. There's no background. It's just white background. And the cat is very simply drawn. Uh, we'll see how this one Not goes. Not my favorite art style, but okay. Now, the next ones are coming out. They don't have an exact date. They're tentative. This one looks super cute. The next one is Pasteria Lengua de Chat by Chai. In a town where only cats live, there's a pasteria named Lengua de Chat. Surrounded by his very dependable manager and powerful senpais, a tiny part-time worker tries to find his roles within the shop while going through his personal growth along the way. So it's Cat World, and there's a, 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 a patisseria, which is essentially a, a pastry shop. Patisseria. Yes, I know I pronounced it wrong. My... A patisseria. Yes, a, a patisserie. But I know, I'm saying it's it wrong. It's kitties in a dessert shop. Like... This is going to be added to our food food manga, maybe. Sign me up for this one. Okay, the next one is Manga Neko Neko Yokocho Tokyo Kanbe Neko by Miss Work or Nekomaki. This is going to come out tentatively in September. Within the back alleys, fusing retro and modern aesthetics, the cat in charge of the Tourist Information Center guides feline tourists to the actual shops best known for their respective cats. So this is a tourist manga that's pretending to be cool because the main character is a cat instead of a real person and they're all for cat aficionados so i'm guessing there's gonna be a lot of cat cafes a lot of pet shops a lot of like places you buy things for cats fisheries could be good now in september by ranma kusumi uh you have inemori nagaya no nekokashi kuro now this is uh it has a really cool synopsis. Quick, quietly nestled within the hustle and bustle of the capital Edo is an infamous cat rental house. Some cats get rented out. Some cats get bought. Everyone knows that as long as their problems are related to cats, there's no better place to go. Add to the mystery is its beautiful owner, Kuro, whose age and gender are both well-hidden secrets. Day after day, troubled customers come a-knocking. This sounds like an anthology series where something horrible is going to happen with the cats. And then they get sent home, or the cats help the owners out. This one, I think, is one I'd actually want to buy. Uh, like, actually buy. What do you think? Interesting where the age and gender are both well-hidden secrets. It, this is a How very... How does that play into it? It's There's another trope, like another series called Pet Shop of Horror, the main character, Count D, or the main villain, or hero. We don't know what he is. You don't know if he's a boy or a girl. You don't know if he's a vampire. You have no idea what the hell he is, he or she is. So this is very similar to that. We have a mysterious owner of a shop that sells pets, and then the pets help people. Interesting. So it's very it's draining in that. Oh, this one is... It seems like it's an aging one. That one looks cutesy. It's called Boko to Kyoji no Ninjunin by Sugisaki. This is coming out in September, tentatively. It's about a cat and it's human, and they were born during the same year that cat Kyoji has been his, by its owner's side for 20 years. Always together through dark times and first loves, the time they spent is an irreplaceable treasure. Spanning from their youth to their last farewell, this is a story showing how the most ordinary days are the most important beloved days. This one seems it's... like it's going to make you cry because I bet you it opens up on the last day. That one sounds it's gonna be. It's, that one's going to get hit too close to home for me. This one is going to open up exactly like uh, Art of Racing in the Rain. It's going to open up there and then the rest is going to be them as children. And it's just going to make me cry. It's going to be too close to home But for I me. totally are going to want to buy this. Yeah. It's it's so, I mean, it looks really good. But you're probably going to want to read the first. I'm not going to show you the first part. But So that is the big thing for the releases for cat manga. Now, other news. 
Yen Press has licensed two Star Wars mangas. Hooray! Hooray! Not one, but two of them. And I'm surprised that they released them. The first one is Star Wars Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Also known as Star Wars Leia Ojuno Shera. And this is by Haruichi and adapted from the Claudia Gray novel. And this is about Leia before she joins the Rebellion and why she joins the Rebellion. She's being groomed to be the ruler of Alderaan, but then she finds that her parents, something's going on, and then she joins the Republic. Could be really good if you're a Star Wars she fan. She finds out she's adopted? I don't think that happens, but... The other one is Star Wars Rebels, or Star Wars Hanrasha Tachi, by Akira Oka. This is just an adaptation of the Star Wars Rebel cartoon, which you can watch right now on Disney+. Plus. No, we're not being plugged by them, but Disney+, Plus is a lot of good stuff. Unless Disney+, Plus wants to plug us. If you'd like to plug us, send me an email, xanatspyrokin.com. So, other things, uh... The Cells at Work official Twitter account posted an image this Monday, the 11th, by the manga creator Akane Shimizu supporting self-isolation in order to contain the spread of the new coronavirus, COVID-19. And what would be more fitting for this series than an illustration of the white blood cell doing his best to protect the protect us and fight the virus? Such so as the white blood cell wearing a uh, mask? face mask with a knife and you see... A coronavirus like he looks just like a guy who has a map that's upside down and he, the message on the side from shimuzo reads your cells are fighting germs and viruses inside you protect you it's your turn to protect the people around you by staying home now and then at the bottom it tells you not to forget to wash your hands rinse your mouth and wear a mask now likewise the promised neverland manga artist posuka demizo drew a, an image in support of the stay home campaign and i'm just gonna show this to you Oh. And it's it's adorable. It's on the official Promised Neverland Twitter account. It shows the three protagonists wearing masks. And it's Ray reading a book. It's got uh, Mr. Bunny, which that's kind of morbid, but Mr. Bunny wearing a mask. It's got Emma talking through a... Um... You know when you, you make a telephone with two cans and a string? Yeah. And it shows Norman in bed with a... With a uh... Uh, what is it, a napkin, a cloth on his head, like a, a wet towel on his head, and he's obviously sick, but it's Emma talking to him through the can. Aww, that's so cute. It's really cute, and the manga's about to end, so I'm kind of excited for that. The only sucky thing is that the anime season two was delayed to January 2021 because of the COVID virus. That makes sense. I wanted to see it, though. I really like the series, and I'm excited to see where it ends. Anyway, some other stuff going on. You have the creator on August 12th, the creator of My Monster Secret, Eiji Masuda, is launching a new manga. We don't know anything about it, but whatever. Uh, you have on July 17th, mangaka Sizo Watase is launching a new manga entitled Natsune no Kyo or Natsuno's Kyoto. It's about a woman named Natsuno who has the ability to hear music from people. This sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> like a TV show that we've been watching. And she aspires to be a violin luthier, but ends up succeeding her family's Kyoto tea shop when her mom passes away. Now, what do you think about the art style for this one? Really beautiful. It could be the, an ad for kimonos. The only thing I don't like is that it's like the kimonos, the backgrounds, the, the clouds look beautiful. Then her face work is 
simplistic. Super simplistic. So it's very like juxtaposi- juxtaposing because it's like super detailed, then super simple. It's not chibi. It looks form. like a coloring book. Maybe. Well, that's a good manga does that. Um, for all you Animal Crossing New Horizon friends, sometime in June, they're making a manga. It's a one shot, but there's a manga. So you can read about Tom Nook stealing all your bells. Well, in other news, something that excites me a lot, on June 26th, the creator of Crying Freeman, Ryuichi Itigami, is launching a new manga. What do we know about this manga? Nothing. All we know is it's going to be batshit crazy, and surprisingly, his last manga ended this January, and the last volume came out in March. Now, for Greta, or those of you who don't know, Ryuichi Itigami was a nutjob who created a series which is super violent and insane. Okay. It's about a guy with a tattoo on his back. He was a potter who got kidnapped by the mob and they turned him into an assassin. And the whole thing is that his only will was he's able to cry. It's absurd and violent and insane. At one point there is a scene where he beats up a guy wearing a luchador mask because... He can. He can. Also a girl gets... Well, anyway, we're not going to get into that where she has her limbs broken and she has to escape from a a sword. Making a new manga. Super. Making a new manga. Very cool. On June 9th, uh, Testament of Sister New Devil Storm, that is a long-ass name for a manga, the creator, Fumihiro Kiso, is launching a new manga titled Karuma no Skill de Muso Sari Izakai Harem Kaitodan. Yes, it's a harem series. It's called, with this error skill, this unworldly harem phantom thief team will be unrivaled. It's an Izakai series about... A phantom thief who goes to other Izekai worlds, steals a treasure, and then he gets girls that he met in other worlds to help him. Hmm. So it's a, a phantom thief team from all a bunch of worlds. And the opening's going to have color pages. Might be good. Might be bad. How much you want to bet it's based off a light novel? Like, all the money. If it has a title that long, it definitely does. Okay, uh, on May 29th, the creator of Karita Sagushi. Katsutoshi Marasai is launching a new horror manga entitled ah. Chisatsu Hojo or Suicide Helper Girl based on the horror novel by Yoshihito Okita. Now this is a manga about a string of suicides by hanging that have been plaguing a town for the past two years. There's an urban legend that a girl supposedly appears before the victims have them sign a contract with them persuading them or pursuing them until the victim commits suicide. So this is similar to like um, uh, Hell Girl and a couple other series. But our main character, Satome, who's a college student, has been having recurring dreams of himself hanging by a rope in a graveyard. He sees a girl, uh, a therapist, who's trying to help him and it's kind of some insane craziness. Sounds crazy. Apparently the, the therapist is actually the girl who wants to commit suicide. Spoilers, but I don't know. Uh, last couple of news. First off, on May 25th, a couple weeks, mangaka Shinichi Izuka, the creator of the jazz manga Blue Giant and Blue Giant Supreme, is launching a new manga titled Blue Giant Explorer. Guess what? Blue Giant? It's a sequel. of. For those of you who are jazz fans, it is a new one which features our main character, Dai, going to America to learn more about jazz. If you like jazz and want to listen to jazz while reading manga... This is that one where you like, I want to know more about jazz and now I'm interested. If you want to bullshit yourself, bullshit others into thinking you know about jazz, Blue Giant is the way to go. This one's also going on the Wheel of Manga today. Finally, last bit of news and one that makes me really sad. On May 8th, 
it was announced that one of the longest-running manga series of all time is going on hiatus for the first time ever. No! It's been going on for 52 years. What? And this one, yeah, so 52 years of just continuous, every-week manga releases, and then a hiatus. Now, the question is, is the creator actually a real person? Is he a group of mangaka? We have never figured that out, but I know this manga. I love this manga. We reviewed this manga years ago, and the plot is so stupid, it's amazing. We're talking about Golgo 13, Duke Togo, the man who could kill anybody. The manga where the plot is exactly the same. Duke Togo gets a job to kill somebody. He screws a girl. He does the job in an insanely insane way. He kills a bunch of people. He has sex with the girl again. Probably kills her at that point. And then, wash, winch, repeat. He's killed everybody from the Pope to Bill Clinton to Mao Zedong to just... Like, super assassin man. At one time, he shot, killed a super gun. Because, yeah, he's been in space. Outer, you know, I'm pretty sure Duke Togo's a vampire. But that's, it's, it does an absurdly insane, like, if you like John Grisham political stuff, Jack Ryan level stuff. Then you're you, gonna love this. You love Duke Togo. There's actually a live action movie, which is terrible. And there's a cool TV series, which is on Amazon Prime. Of course. Which is in English. And it's just very, um, yeah, it just... It fits. So that is the news for the day. Hooray! Hooray! And and since Greta's going to be going soon, the one last thing before we go, and that's the manga releases for this Tuesday, and a couple of them Greta would be interested in, some she'll be horrified by, but let's talk about the ones which are coming out. You have A Tropical Fish Yearns for Snow, Volume 3. This one I've been intrigued by. I have no idea what it's about. You have Beyond the Clouds, Volume 2, City, Volume 8, Dungeon Builder, The Demon King's Labyrinth is a Modern City, The Manga, Volume 2. Failed Princess, Volume 1. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, The Book. Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 9. Knight of the Ice, Volume 2. Radiant, Volume 11. Rene, Volume 33. I could have sworn that series ended, but okay. Shira Zanawe, Ryo and Mabu, The Manga. Splatoon, Volume 9. The ninth volume of the Quintessential Quintuplets. Now I'm curious, is this the point when they're going to do the alternate op- alternate endings? Like, volume 15, this is this ending. Volume 15, this is this ending. Curious. I'd love that. I hope that's how they do it. I would it. love that. So that way you have to choose the one you want. You're like, okay, which... No, you have to watch all of them. No, 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 no. The mangas are released like there's three. This is how it could have went. No, this is how it could have went. You pick the one you want. I think that's how it should be. It should be like... 14 volumes that are normal, and then the 15th volume is the, or whatever the last volume is, is the one that you have to pick that is your version, your ending. Because they're all virtually the same. It's the opening's the same, it just gets different. Anyway, you have, uh... Actually, wait, no, wrong series. That's but that's, uh, that's the other series is doing that. Um, uh, Boku... Bokuben is doing that. My apologies. Quints are not doing that. They have their ending already. But anyway, you have... Uh, Transformers the Manga, Volume 2, for all you Transformers fans. Wandering Witch, Volume 1. And then finally, Yokai Watch, Volume 14. Hmm. Me personally, it's going to be Quint- Quint- the Quintuplets, Quintuplets, Splatoon, and Renee. Those are what I'm excited for. I want the Quints, hands down. Can't wait. What was the one, the name with the fish? Oh, a Tropical Fish Urine for Snow. I have no idea what that's about. That could be a horror series. That could be a love story. I don't know could be about a girl from hawaii who ends up in the northeast i'm curious as to i'm just gonna listen what is it a tropical fish 
yearns for snow. What is this series about? Okay, this is a romance series, I think. So apparently it's about a... Konatsu's about to start a new school in a new town, and she's basically all her own. Her dad just got a job overseas, and her aunt can only check on her from time to time. It's a lot for a shy, reserved girl to handle, but on her first one of her first days of class, she discovers that the school has an aquarium. The club that runs the aquarium is headed by an older boy named Koyuki, whose name means snow. Ah. And Konatsu's starting to figure this one immediately out. drawn to her. Her tendencies are hard to overcome, and maybe she found something coming out of her shell for. Oh. And she's going to adapt to her new school the best she can, but she has to join a new club. Her friendly classmate, Kaide, invites her to join the home ec club. But Konatsu hasn't even had time to consider which club she's joined in. Meanwhile, Koyuki is like a ray of sunshine. This sounds oddly like a break in, uh, break in the breakwater club. A little bit. With a little bit more romance. Yes. Yeah. So will she join the aquarium club? And... Wow. This is like sparkles. I think I might really like that one. This one looks like, wow. It looks like super, actually kind of intriguing in a weird sort of way, but I digress. So with that in mind, all right. uh, So because it's starting to rain, Greta's going to kind of make sure everything's all good. And like I said, she had to take care of some stuff. So she's going. So see you, Greta. So with that in mind, let's get to actually the review of the episode, shall we? So, if you remember from last time, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it dictated us of reviewing a manga that was written by Masakazu Katsura, published by Shuisha, and the English publisher is Viz Media. Now, a cool little fun fact. I first read this manga in An America Extra, an old magazine from the 90s that actually released this. So you, I'm showing my oldness in this, so I'm kind of excited for this. It's a you're not sh- old, you're vintage. Oh, he came back. I'm not vintage. But this uh, was released in 1989 until uh, 1992. There are 13 volumes, plus a spinoff series, plus a live action series, plus another series. So there's lots of series with this. And, well, let's get to it. I'm talking about Densei Shoujo or Video Girl. Video Girl I. And this is the story of Yota Michuchi, a.k.a. The Dateless One. His name translates to Dateless. His life is kind of rough. He is in high school. There's a girl he really, really likes. Her name is Moemi. He's in love with her for years. And today is the day he is going to tell her he loves her. So he decides we're going to hang out. Or I'm going to go to her job. We'll say we'll hang out after work. Then I'll tell her I love her. He does this. His friend is there for support. His friend Takashi. They end up all hanging out because reasons. And eventually as they're talking and they go, it's actually really cool. They go to the pool. Things are looking really kind of like things are going to go good. And eventually, Yota and Moemi are left alone. And they start talking about who they like. And Yota starts asking her, so who's you, who do you like? And Moemi starts talking about the person she likes that's confident and amazing and super nice and tall. Yota isn't tall. He figures out that she's actually in love with Takashi. And Takashi heard the whole thing. So when she realizes that her crush hurt her, she kind of freaks out a little bit, but she goes with it. She ends up owning up to it and says, I like you. And he says, I'm sorry, I can't 
fall in love with a girl like you. Now, Yota tries to be like, hey, uh, listen, everything will be okay. Well, and Moe's like, I'm fine. I'm good. And she runs away. So pretty much she's heartbroken and Yota can't get the girl because the girl's in love with his best friend. So he's depressed and life sucks. So as he's walking home in the rain, he finds a mysterious video store. Now, for those of you who don't know, video stores used to be a thing. And, well, to help me explain this a little better, here's Greta again. But, yeah, so pretty much with a video store, you show up there. No, actually, let's go back. Okay, let me try. So, movies used to be, you couldn't stream them. You They didn't come on DVD discs. So you had to get this square thing that's like every kid's dream size ideal brownie, which is just kind of like huge. Pretty, and pretty much the VHS. So like instead of going to Redbox, which is kind of the same concept, right? You because Redbox can hold a lot of discs and a lot of CDs. Um, VHS are a little bit more delicate. If they had full stores that had a whole bunch of actual movies, and you had a membership like the library, and you would go and you could rent movies you take them back home with you you watch them you take them back and return them but you but one thing to remember if you don't rewind the tape you get in trouble you have to pay a fee there's like a whole slogan be kind rewind yes there's a movie with jack black involving that but so he finds this mysterious shop and this weird guy shows up and says hey i see your life's not going so well i have the perfect tape for you just look around you could take it this this store is for those with pure of heart you're our third customer and this place looks old is very mysterious, but there's a bunch of tapes, and he's kind of drawn to one of these tapes. All them, all the tapes have "quote unquote" video girls, which th- that's what they say, video girls. And the tape that draws him says, "I'll cheer you up," and it's starring a girl named Ayamano. So he takes the tape, goes home, and then he puts it in his VCR. However. Because of, well, he gets spooked early on because something happens. He ends up kind of damaging his new VCR, which really sucks. But it's fine. Everything will be okay. He'll run it, run this tape. It'll be good. And when he puts it on, the girl on the video starts talking to him and says, Hi, hope you're doing all right. So what's going on? You have a broken heart? Don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. And the girl comes out of the TV screen. Turns out that the video girls are girls that literally come to life and out of the user's TV while the videotape is playing to cheer the renter up. Now, her purpose is to brighten up Yota's life and encourage him to pursue his love. Now, remember earlier I said that he had a broken video recorder, the VCR, the thing that plays the tapes? Yeah, well, it causes I to come out broken. So, first off, what does that mean? One, her boobs, which are kind of big on the, the cover of the tape, shrink. So, she has small boobs. And also, she's kind of snarky and mean. She has a bit of an attitude. She's not as nice as she could be, and she's able to feel feelings. And it's kind of weird. She's able to communicate, able to be aggressive towards... Yota, when he's being stupid, she could hit him. Other thing is that in the back of the tape, it says she's an amazing cook. And she remembers being an amazing cook, but when she cooks, she's terrible at it. But 
Yota is kind of desperate for food, and he ends up like liking her and keeps her around. Because her job is she's there to make his life better. However, there is one caveat. It's a three-month rental. So one, he cannot turn the tape off. If the tape turns off, then I disappears forever. Second, three months. Her tape is there for three months. So when the tape ends, she goes away. Third, um, besides the tape having to run, also if he uses a remote control, he's able to mess with her. Like he can speed her up, make her go backwards, freeze frame her. It's kind of funny sequence. But long story short, she ends up taping the remote to the VCR and says, look, you have me for 90 days. That's it. So let's see if I can make your life better. And this leads to her trying to help him get Moemi. But at the same time, as she's trying to help him, she starts to fall in love with him. And it's a romance between these two who it's almost like... Yota is in love with Moemi, like crazy in love with her. And at one point, early on, she admits... I. First off, she says that... Uh, can you help me out with this? So she tricks Yota into helping her get with his best friend. And he agrees to it because he's kind of spineless. He loves her, but he wants her to be happy. So he's like, I'll help you be happy. And at one point, she muses that maybe she should have chosen Yota. Because Yota would have been a better person to fall in love with. But she loves Takeshi. And this leads to an issue later on. And just it's a whole thing of... Him being in love with this girl, with another girl trying to help him out while she's falling in love with him. It's a very touching and interesting story. There's lots of complications. New characters are introduced that some are in love with Yota, some are in love with Moemi. There's a mysterious figure whose name is Rolex, who is from the video store, who's pursuing them for some reason. Something's off. And... It's a very unique story, which has a deadline. There is an end to the story, and it's set in the beginning that there is an end to the story. And I love that. I love the fact that there is a... It's kind of a doomed romance. I mean, the ending is heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time, because what happens... Now, on the one hand, I could totally spoil this. This has 30, almost 30 year, um, uh, 30 years on it, so I could spoil this thing completely. But I'm not going to. I think you should read it for yourself. Now, I have, besides the original Ann America extra magazines, which I kept a bunch of them, I actually own the original Video Girl Eye set. And I think that this is one that should be saved and this media should re-release this. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit dated, especially because of the media that's used in it. The usage of VHS tapes. But the story is romantic. It's fun. There's a lot of comedy to it. Yeah, it's a little sexy. A little overly sexy. There's a couple of fan service shots with butts and boobs. But the story, it, it just hits you in the right spot. It's similar to how Oh My Goddess is, where Oh My Goddess is one of those stories that just, it makes you feel good. This one does the same thing. It's got drama, romance, action, adventure. It's got a really weird subplot involving another person who gets a video girl where it goes horribly wrong. Like, 
Yota's the best version of a person who gets a video girl. Another one is Rolex giving a video girl to someone who doesn't deserve it. And it goes horribly wrong. Because Rolex is not a good person. Or being. Let's just reveal he's a being. But, yeah. If you've read Video Girl... So, for that in mind, I'm going to have to give this really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze your eyes to your soul before it's the great Zoma Gustar. I recommend trying to get a hold of it. And I'm looking right now... And if you look on Amazon.com, you can find the first volume on Comicology and on the Kindle for $6. So you could read the entire series on the Kindle. So I recommend buying it on the Kindle and checking it out. Uh, the real manga you could also buy uh, for an absurd amount of money if you look for it. I probably would do that because I'm a crazy person, but... Yeah, they do have it digitally, so. Oh, they do have the paperback. It's $9. New. So buy it. Check it out. Read it on the Kindle. Enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy this manga. Great. And Masakazu Katsura, he does a lot of really cool mangas and animes. Like, besides this series, he also did Is or Eyes. And then DNA Squared, which I'm going to review eventually because that one series makes me laugh. So... If you've read Video Girl I or Video Girl Len, the sequel, email me, zansparkin.com, or comment at Spirekin on Twitter. Let me know what you think, if you've read this or seen it, and what your thoughts about it are. So, with that in mind, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at zansparkin.com. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. YouTube and various other social media sites. Just type in at Spirekin. And with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, that's right. The Wheel of Manga. Except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin that wheel, whatever number it lands on that spot, the manga that's on that spot is the manga I'll review in the next episode of the Spyroker Manga Review, episode 369. Wow, I know, crazy, right? 369 episodes since I started this podcast, and wow, it's been a trip. And it's been 12 years, and we're still going to keep doing this because I love doing this, and I love reviewing manga. I hope you guys love listening to me. And so let's get to that part, and let's spin through a review, shall we? Number six. So in the next episode, I guess, whoa, we're going to be reviewing a manga that is about high school. Moving to a new place, being in love with your cousin in a weird, creepy sort of way, and swimming. What are we talking about? We're talking about Grand Blue Diving, a unique, weird set in manga that's about being in college and drinking a lot. So, we'll find out how that is in the next episode. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for sticking with this podcast for so long. And don't worry, I'm never going to give up on this podcast. I'm going to keep going for as long as I can. Hope you guys... Keep sticking with us too. And if you want to do something kind of cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N, help San. If you go there, you can check out our uh, iTunes or if you want Apple Music site, 
leave us a comment and a rating. Kind of is like putting a tip in the tip jar. Keeps me, inspires me to keep going on. I'll still do this no matter what, but every one of those is like just, it's like a, makes me happy a bit. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga.